Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. In our minds every day, there are tens of thousands of thoughts. I don't know the exact number, but we're always thinking of stuff. We're also talking to ourselves in our minds, and we're telling ourselves things, and we're repeating things over and over again, maybe in different forms, but the message is usually the same. You ever think that maybe you're telling yourself the wrong story? Maybe you're lying to yourself in a lot of ways and doing a lot that doesn't support you? We're going to look at that today. The stories that we tell ourselves, the repetitive thoughts that we tell ourselves. She is a leadership coach, life coach, motivational speaker, author, energy healer. She's back with us today to dive into all of this. And it's so important. Iveta Kuzella is back with us. Welcome back. How are you doing today? Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited to be back here. I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? I'm well. And as I think about this, these thoughts that we have over and over again, that the things that we tell ourselves, I think it gets to a point that we don't even know we're doing it because we're so used to it. Like it becomes a habit where, for example, you might look in the mirror and you see yourself and you're like, hey, look at that. Like, like. You don't even know you're doing it, but you're doing yourself a, a, an injustice by being negative to yourself. That's just one example. You could be telling yourself, I'm not good enough for this job. I'm just making this up. I don't know what I'm doing here. You're probably really good and, and, a, and a great employee, but you have low self-esteem. So you're going to keep telling yourself these stories over and over. Are these some of the stories that, uh, that, that we're talking about today? Yes. Yes, that's exactly. Thank you for the great intro. Um, we do repeat the same thoughts. Um, they, the data said it's up to 90% of the thoughts that we thought of yesterday, we're going to thought again today, and then we're going to do the same thing tomorrow. So 90% of our thoughts are the same. They repeat over and over in our head. And so let's stay here for a second and let's look at all the, uh, why is it important and what, what effect does it have on us, on our lives, on our future and everything. So, I want to draw a little little picture here. So let's say that um, let's start with the phrase "I'm not worthy." Okay, let's just stick with this one as an example. Now you have this thought in your head, right? And it shows up differently for each you know each person. So maybe we should back up and let's just start with the example of what "I'm not worthy" could look like for certain people because everybody has their kind of own version of not what not self worth means. Mm. So for some people, it could be overdoing stuff, overachieving, you know, trying to really prove the worth either to themselves, to the boss, to, you know, their friends, to uh, their parents, mother, father. They're trying to constantly prove their worth and they're just doing a lot of and they're overachieving, uh, not overachieving, they're overdoing things and they're really pushing themselves hard because never it's enough, right? It's never enough. Or it can be in a way that people have a hard time um, accepting compliment, you know, saying nice, being accepting kind things and gestures for themselves and even re reciprocate and do the same for others. 
people have a hard time uh, expressing their voice. Sometimes it's like, oh, nobody cares. I'm not worthy of being listened. I'm not worthy of being respected. I'm not worthy of being recognized and seen. So people stand back and they, they uh, instead of coming out, they kind of go back in there and close up. They create walls. Other, other way it can show up of not being worthy is that we uh, don't have a hard time forgiving giving forgiveness and also receiving forgiveness mm. because we might feel we're not worthy. And so there's so many different ways that I'm not worthy shows up for, you know, people in many different ways. And so it's important to recognize where is it coming from? And we'll get to that later. We're going to, we're going to talk about some tips and ideas how to do that. But I want to start with that loop of the repetitive thought. So let's say that we're not worthy is that phrase that we in some versions say to ourselves. And then if we repeat that thought over and over in our head for a month or 20 years, it becomes a belief. And that belief, uh, gives you the perception of your reality so you act certain way you communicate certain way you respond to certain way based on that belief and that action creates some kind of emotion right so we have a, a belief that uh, we have a thought that turns into a belief that belief uh, drives some kind of action and that actions creates emotion and that action takes us back to that thought we are not worthy and we get stuck in that loop and we filter our experiences, our life through that belief that we're not worthy and everything else kind of follows and unfolds through that belief. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to break that cycle, right? We're trying to break it up so it doesn't repeat on its own and goes on the autopilot and it just kind of, and then we ended up wondering how, you know, why do I face the same challenges? Why do I meet the same kind of people? Why do I, you know, never push myself any further and get out of the comfort zone or try something new, right? And so um, data actually shows that we uh, think around 463 words per minute. And we speak around, speak around 100 250 words per minute. So if you think about it, you're speaking 100 to 150 words per minute, but you are thinking in your head another 300 thoughts, right? And 300 words, which is, you know, that just kind of shows you how automatic that, you know, that our beautiful brain can be and how much, Unawareness is going on inside if we don't pay attention. Right? We got to start to paying attention to the beliefs that we have because they culture and they, they really swoop us in certain directions if we let it. It's scary what's going on in our minds and we don't realize it. Yep. Right? And it really is. I know. I know. It's scary if you think about it, how much stuff is actually going, you know, uh, undetected and how much influence it can have on our lives. And a lot of this stuff comes from our childhood, right? Yes. Yes. So let's, let's get to that. Yes. So let's stay with the phrase. I'm not worthy. Um, we need to start thinking about why are you feeling that way, right? You get, you got to play the detective there. You got to really put on the explorer hat, the binoculars and just start looking. 
start looking into the phrases that you say, into the action that you take. What is it fueled by? What is it driven by? Usually the first indicator would be, um, are you comparing yourself to somebody or to something, to your neighbors, to the stuff that you saw on the TV, to social media people who you follow? Do you compare yourself to other people? Because usually we compare ourselves with some unrealistic image of you know what may other people presenting and then we of course we see oh we're not worthy and we're not good we'll never have that right we all constantly get that rejection we get that you know i'm not worthy uh and so we need to start looking why what is the drive right what is the drive that makes us feel and do certain things like because when we say i'm not worthy you can either shut down and really step back and just kind of closed up. Or you can you can overpower that person trying to mask that, oh, I'm not worthy, you know, trying to deny that. Um, so really look into the why, why you feel that you're not worthy. And then think about the experiences that happened to you in life. Think about the childhood that you had. Think about the people that help you to raise and, you know, help you to learn to be the person that you are now. Think about all the trauma that you experienced. If there was a, like a life-changing um, trauma in your life or experience where you got divorced, changed career, moved away, um, those are really kind of a, a shakable grounds where you need to, you know, reestablish the grounds when something like this happens, right? When you get divorced, your whole life suddenly changes and you need to reestablish the ground of where you are to really get uh, the sense of, yeah, this is who I am, this is what I'm worthy of, and this is what I want in my life, and I'm going to go for it. Um, is it from the childhood? Between zero age, uh, between the zero and seven, you usually uh, fill up your subconscious mind with certain beliefs, right? You fill up the mind with uh, how, how you perceive safety growing up, how you perceive being nurtured, how you perceive being uh, locked, how you perceive to be hurt and seen and recognized as a child, right? And so all of these beliefs growing up, you store them in your subconscious mind and I don't know if you believe it or not. I think I know you, Steve, you do. Uh, but we filter all of our present experience through those beliefs that were placed to us, on us, within us when we were children in our subconscious brain. Yes, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and it took it took me so long to figure it out. I wasn't looking to figure it out. I wish I learned it long ago, even before I became a parent, because the things that we do to parent our kids, we're just repeating or reacting to what we experience as kids. And I don't mean that we had bad childhoods or anything like that, but these things that popped up along the way, you know, that, you know, you got bullied. Let's say you got bullied. Well, now your self-esteem got knocked down and that's the way you react to people, react to your kids, your family and all of that. And that's the repetitive story that keeps going around in different forms, but it's kind of the same. It, it pretty much, I think that in that one example, I got bullied. I did long time, lots of years. Um, not good enough. I dealt with that for a long time until you figure this all out. Right. 
Yes, yes. So it, I think it has like a layer. So there is a deep root, right? That was usually planned between the age of zero to seven. And then so there's a deep root. Uh, you can think of dandelion. And from that root, you have new growth coming out, right? So if, if you felt that you were not if you felt that you were not uh, appreciated as a child, that you were not heard and that you were not recognized and, um, and seen, then you might feel that, oh, I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of being you know, respected. I'm not worthy of showing up in the world the way I would like to. And so that's the root, right, that was planned there. But as you grow older and you, you know, become adult, you have different growth that are coming from that root. And so that growth of the leaves and the flower could be, you know, uh, associated with work, could be associated with partners, could be associated in relationship with money, relationship in general, uh, relationship with yourself. Right. So it has all those growth coming out. And so you kind of have to realize, oh, this is the growth and, and we can get to that root and take it out. And I actually have a special that helps get that root out of the subconscious mind. Hmm. Are you sharing that or is that something that somebody finds out when they work with you? They, we, we are able to find the roots uh, when, when I work with my clients. It's called, let me, let me introduce the technique. So it's called the subconscious release technique. It's not a hypnotherapy. It is, um, it's a combination of muscle testing and breathing exercises that helps us to pop into that subconscious mind. And based on my clients' stories, based on what they share with me, what bothers them, what is you know heavy on their heart, what obstacles they have in their lives, we actually go and find that root cause. And we find that, that actual root dandelion that has, and we pull it out. And it's freeing, it brings clarity, it brings lightness to the person. Often a clients feel, they report, they say, oh, I feel so much lighter. That's because we kind of raise the vibration higher because there's that, that root, that core belief that was planted long, long, long time ago is gone. It's not there. And it's a the way, um, it's a very simple technique. It's very easy to learn. And you can do it at home, anywhere you can. Of course, I use my intuition guide and I, you know, I use my energy healing to clear the energies, to clear the emotions because every root has attached emotions, right? That can either be stored in our heart, in our body. And uh, my energy clearing also helps to remove the energy from the body, from the mind, from the heart. And it's it's beautiful. I love to share uh, that with uh, you know everybody because it's such a easy way to make yourself feel better, and it's fast and it doesn't require uh, you know learning lots of stuff. You, you basically really just you sit down, you center. And with my guidance, I tell you to take a deep breath in. And when we, when that person, when my clients take the deep breath in and holds it, we are able to bypass the conscious mind and we get to that subconscious mind. And we can look at these programs and we use a phrases that helps to release the emotion attached to the program out of our body because we blow it out, we release it from our body. 
and we just let it go. Hmm. I've heard of this and I've done hypnotherapy to get rid of some of this stuff. Um, even forgiveness, I've done hypnotherapy for forgiveness. But I know what you're talking about. And, and I believe it's a, the muscle testing, this whole principle, uh, it's K-something. I'm trying to think of what it's called, but it sounds similar to that. And the muscle testing is, and I'm going to try and explain how I understand it. You better at that. Mm-hmm. But you can't lie to yourself. So when you do this muscle testing, and I think this is one of the things in terms of the you can you can go this way you can go right. this way you can you can you know you can go with your hands with your elbow the whole arm you can even do standing up you can say you know uh muscle testing with the whole this body way, so there's test. all different kinds of yeah yep. yeah and what, what's going on here and we don't have to get too deep into this because that's when you work with people to explain it more but what's going on is you you give statements that are true and are false and you get a baseline how you react, your muscles react to it. Then you go a little bit deeper. You can't lie to yourself. Your muscle, you're, you're going to give yourself the answer and that's how you're going to find what is troubling you, what's actually going on within you. Um, I think it's fantastic and it's easy. It really is easy. Yes, yes. And at the end of each session, we uh, create an affirmation because we've, we, we empty the space, right? The, the root is gone. We empty the space. So we want to fill it up with something positive, something that the person wants for themselves in, you know, in, the, in the near future or is trying to accomplish. And so we use that to create an affirmation that the person is left with you know, to, to go home and practice and just keep repeating that to themselves. And it's just a beautiful way to embrace the healing and really get into you know, that higher state. Well, you, you bring up, I've had a, a great point in that you can't put the good in until, until you take the bad out or the negative or the lower vibration. So what you just said before, the affirmation, it's not going to work unless you get rid of the root and take that out so you can put the positive stuff in there. Yes. And it's also, it's, it's the pain, right? It, that fills up all that space and it's the negative energy that is attached to it. And when we, when you do fill out the space with the positive, um, it it spreads out. It creates a, a radiant around you. It really rises that vibration higher, so that you can attract different things. Because we're, you know, we we, you know, when you say, "Oh, I like the I like that person's vibe," or "I, you know, I like how they are," you can feel their energy. You can really see, "Oh, I like this person. That person is cool," and that's because we radiate our energies out around us, and people are receptive to it, and people can see. So when you you rise the vibration higher you step you know a little bit you attract new things you attract new people you attract new uh opportunities into your life so it's mm. like an overall healing it's not just yeah i'm getting rid of my limiting beliefs and obstacles and patterns that keep me stuck but i also am rising vibration so that i can get somewhere and move on this is all stuff that I've, it took me a long time to learn this. <laughs> and the, I know, I know. And, and, and I, she would have a manual when we, you know, when we were born, like, Hey, this is what you got to do because yes, you know, it's for me, let me give you a, a, my experience when it comes to the energy and me kind of getting into the subconscious release technique. I had so much 
society beliefs that were planted inside me that you know the energy is bad and it's a woohoo and it you know it's a witchcraft and it, it you know it's all of these these beliefs that people were just you know planted inside me from growing up from you know learning about it and I had so many limiting beliefs that it prevented me to actually starting practicing the SRT coming out and really learning and clearing myself Right, because before you can go and start clearing other people, you gotta clear yourself first. You gotta be clean, and you have, you know, you gotta understand how it works and really get your own stuff, you know, ready and uh, cleared and unblocked before you can do, you know, you can help other people. And that's what I did. I had to really for a whole year. I had to just clear and clear layers after layers. You remember when we said that you have the root and then lots of growth kind of comes up. I had so many up dandelions on the top and I had to really just get it out and get to the root, pull it out and just create something new. And we all have them. We all have them. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, we all do. And I'm not minimizing your situation. We're all kind of the same. You know, we've all been through and guess what? As life goes on, you get more roots. <laughs> you get, and, you know, you could look at a dandelion as a weed or you could look at it as a pretty flower. Um, but sometimes there's too many of them and you got to get rid of them. There's just too many of them. There's, your lawn is only so big. You need to get rid of the stuff that doesn't support you. How do we work with you? And this is, you know, for people that don't understand this or just starting to understand this, it's all new. Um, how do we reach you? How do we talk more about about it? How do we figure it out? Okay, so I'm actually planning on having a free Zoom uh, clearing, like a group, a big group clearing, because there are certain certain beliefs that we all have. I'm not worthy, and there are different emotions attached to it. And the SRT helps me to do this on on a, on the next level when. Uh, because I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I will, I will never have, I can, you know, all of these we can clear as a group, we can clear as, you know, as, as together, and when you do clearing with more than just one person, the healing and the, the vibration and the energy rises and clears faster because there is more of people doing it at the same time. And so it, it's actually very powerful when there is more than just one person clearing at the same time. It creates this huge movement. And so I want to I wanna invite our listeners and everybody who is interested into learning about the subconscious release technique or just learning about, you know, how to even get started in this, I invite you uh, to visit my website where are going to, there's going to be more information, how to access the Zoom, where it's going to be and everything. So um, I really want to get this into the next level. Of course, when we do individual work, it is all, you know, intuitively tune in, muscle tested, and we do specifically just for you. But I can also do this technique with many, many people at the same time. And so that helps me to help more people at one time. I can, you know, lower the cost. I don't have to. I can have it for free. I can, you know, do a minimum. But we can really start clearing this, all of those stuff that we accumulated, you know, 
from the childhood and just really get us going and have a different future and create the stuff that we actually want. I didn't know you could do it for many at the same time. So how fantastic is that? What's your website, Ivetta? My website is called Dynamics of Conversation. And it's dynamicsofconversation.com. I can be reached on my cell, uh, 720-207-8932. If anybody has any kind of questions, just, you know, give me a call, shoot me an email, and we can discuss, you know, what's going to be happening next week. Wow. Uh, Fantastic. Great talking with you. And, And, you know, for me, you just backed up a lot of the principles that I've heard about. I've uh, tried some of them, but there's still, you always have questions and you backed up a lot of that uh, in what we talked about. And the muscle testing, I've never actually done it. Kind of played around with it. Um, so maybe moving in the future, we could do examples of that and, and how that works. Yeah, that would, that would be great. That would yeah. be great. Yes, I would love that. All right. Absolutely. And the one thing that I want to mention, it's the breathing. The breathing is also, because when you, when you, uh, not everybody can meditate, right? Not everybody can really get their mind to, to stop, you know, moving and really get into the meditative state. But when you, when you do the breathing, because the breathing helps to not only bypass the conscious mind and get into the subconscious mind, but it also relaxes your body. It lowers the stress responses. It really helps you to kind of get centered and grounded and pause for a moment, right? We live in a very busy world. There's so much notifications and messages coming left and right from us uh, at us. And so really just taking the moment to pause for a second and to just really Find the time to take care of yourself, you know, take care of your mind and let the stuff out so that you can, you know, do more. Mm, I love it. You got to purge. You got to get rid of the the bad stuff again so the good stuff can go in. Iveta, I appreciate you. Thanks for all the details, all the info, and uh, maybe muscle testing next time. I look forward to any time we get together. That would be fun. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. We'll talk (laughs) soon. It was good talking to you, Steve. You too. We'll be right back. Appreciate you. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.